that very first time that I remember being in this car and just wanting to just have the best time and not really knowing what I was supposed to be doing because it was my first time. Live from the Living Sexy Studio Suites, it's Living Sexy with Blackjack Electric and Chastity on LivingSexyRadio.com. You know, that very first time in summer where you kind of come of age, especially girls, and you start to like the boys. I was a little late bloomer, so it took a while. But, you know, I was always wondering about sex positions. Like, where did they come from? Like, what were they all about? Because, you know, you always heard the stories, right? But, you know, they came from somewhere. No one just, like, made this stuff up. Especially if there's a position, there's a name to go with it, right? So, you know, being in a, in a, in a situation where you're just doing it for the first time, I remember thinking I didn't want to be that girl that just did it the first time on her back. I don't know why I thought this way, but I did. You know, I didn't want it that way. And I think typically when you're a virgin, you're on your back for most girls, I think, because everyone thinks that's the most comfortable way to do it. Well, not (laughs) G-Spot. She had to just go full force and uh, do something a little different. And uh, I guess it stuck with me my whole entire life because it's really my favorite position. And that would be doggy style. Upside down and backwards. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's uh, fun to learn about the uh, history of this stuff. And this week we're going to talk about where all these sex positions came from. uh, And uh, what about uh, what happened way over in the... In the Dark Ages, what were those people doing? Oh, my gosh. And what about medieval times? And uh, what did they do in Rome? What was this Caligula thing all about? And, and then uh, what happened when Moses took all the uh, uh, Jews out into the desert? My goodness. What you want to talk about there? some hot, angry Jews, Trey. Oh, yeah, they gosh. wandered around for like 45 they, years. Right. You know, like a stupor, a sex, uh, sexy stupor or yeah. some kind of a... Uh, Right. (laughs) These are going to be factual stories, though, about what really went on. If you don't know the history of sex, you're going to learn it this week on Living Sexy Radio. This is Electric. I'm here with Blackjack. That incredible story about the first time summer love was G-Spot. The incredible Melissa Fox is here. And we would be remiss if it was Tuesday night. And Keith Kong was not part of this radio program. So he is here as well. What's up, Keith? What's up, guys? Ooh, you have so a uh, you have a mixing sexy update for us as well, right? That's right. We're going to be hearing about the events coming up. We're going to be finding out who last night's winner of the trip a day giveaway was, and also we have like, conversations tonight. We just have uh, so much stuff, and uh, it's really exciting, uh, and we really are happy that you're joining us. And uh, if you want to talk about your history of sex, or maybe just your history of getting up this morning. Give us a call at 866-GET-SEXY. Especially if you had sex, of course. Of course, G-E-T-SEXY. You don't have to use your real name. We will protect your privacy. We are not the U.S. government, nor a large corporation. So you have our word on it. So let's talk about... Yeah. How nothing is new under the sun, as they say in the Bible. Well, we went to Moses, so let's just stick with it. 
No, it, it, it this stuff has been around forever. You look back uh, even at, you know, 3000 BC, ancient Egypt, and these guys had a signal for you know that a woman could give if she was willing to give oral sex. You know what it was? Huh? It's something that women do today, which is lipstick. They put lipstick on to show that they had extreme talents in that particular Did they area. Color variations too. They didn't have that many colors back then. It was like two thousand years ago. What they stick with? Well, no, like they, the, I uh, think they used the, quite a bit of different the Egyptian makeup. red. Well, it was yeah. A, that was yeah. a, but it was well, that a, and a lot of black. Quit lying. Really? Yeah, they had black eyeliner. Those guys really... could make oh, yeah. a coffin like nobody's business. Oh my gosh! And talk about mummies. Sarcophagus. I'm sorry. So it's interesting how that's actually now evolved to <laughs> lipstick. Well, the thing about lipstick today, though, if a girl's wearing lipstick, it doesn't mean that she's advertising wanting to give she's oral sex. Easy, just admit. Unless it's red. I don't. I don't think. You I don't, don't think so? I don't think it stands up today. I does, does Keith? If a woman's wearing red lipstick, is there a secret <laughs> signal out there? No, but you know what? It reminds me of one thing that we've mentioned before on the show is the rainbow parties. If you recall, it's where. You go to a party and every girl has on a different shade I of said lipstick. That. Depends on how far she wants to go, right? Well, no, no, no. Every girl has on a different shade of lipsticks. Oh, and, that's uh, just like the penis you, rings. You turn the lights off, <laughs> right? And it's at called the that. end of it, which yeah. guy has the most colors? The rainbow, basically. Right. It's called yeah. Taste the Rainbow, hamana, which is hamana, named hamana. after the uh, Skittles Skittles commercial. So. Uh, no, but there is something to the red lipstick. Just the color red in itself. It hookah. Creates an attraction, so um, red is a hot color. Well, you know, it's super strange, but it actually comes from uh, apes. Okay, All well, right. we are, we are right. okay. <laughs> we are a bit. Uh, hold on a second. We are a bit ape-like. So, what, but what is it about, about the apes? apes? Well, they have red uh, asses. Trick, they do, yeah. Why. And that's, the ass. That's really is it. what they kind of zero in on. Yeah, and the. Okay, wait a minute now. <laughs> Apes do not have red asses. No, look, you want to know, you want to talk about history. Isn't that this just is some baboons that have the funny asses? No, it's not. I think it's bamboos and orangutans. <laughs> no, so I'm not sure. How did we get from lips <laughs> to the back end of an ape? I don't know, but... I think when, Jack brought it when up. When my dog Black is excited, Jack. I refer to it as lipstick. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can no? we go to the Middle Ages now? I'm, I'm tired of the, okay, the let's, ape ages. Let's move forward That's to about... Uh, 300 years or four, let's go like 450 to 500 years before the birth of Christ. Ancient Rome? All right. Yeah, Rome. <laughs> okay. What were they that doing? That is about right. What were they Very doing? Good. What okay. were they doing in Rome? And it had something other, to do boys. with a particular vegetable. Those were the Greeks. It's, it's oh, different. My bad. But I think the Romans carried some of it's that Grecian Greek tradition. They um, didn't like lettuce. Yep. lettuce. In ancient Rome. Yeah, it makes yeah. you impotent. You didn't know that. It doesn't really, though. No, it's... But they thought back then, they also thought that it would be a good idea to make one of their horses into a senator. They had a lot of good ideas, like roads, not so much eating and government. No, the not, lettuce not as much. and the horse senator were not good ideas in ancient Rome. Aqueduct. However, yeah. there are uh, foods that you eat that depletes the uh, libido. So they were kind of on the track. They just thought it was lettuce. They were a little afraid of the lettuce. And as you know, they were a pretty bound up people. Yeah, well, I'll give you an idea, though. The equivalent of the lettuce thing in nowadays is like that certain soda supposedly brings your sperm count down. That's not true either. 
but people believe it. Go ahead, knock yourself out. <laughs> All right, so so let's move up a few years into the Middle Ages. A G spot. I what jumped. Was, what was going on in the Middle Ages? Well, uh, they they weren't doing too much of sex. God says no sex. Oh my gosh, I'm so sad for them. So um, they were they were pretty fearful people. Of yeah, the sex. if you had anything, especially gay or anything, just to have sex with your spouse on a Sunday. No, that's bad. That's taboo. You wow. could be punished, even death sometimes. I would stone you to death, which takes so, a so really. How, how would they time. know yeah. if you were having sex with your spouse on Sunday? Would you have to confess, maybe? Drawing yeah. and quartering, too. Yeah. You didn't want to be drawn and quartered. You know what that was, right? Drawing and quartering. Uh, apparently, they draw lines on your body and then cut you in four pieces. Yeah. They take and they tie ropes to each one of your limbs. Four different horses. Four different horses. And then they set them off in different directions. At the same time, they hit them on the asses and they go I, boom. I think and then was, you split I think it would probably apart. hurt a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you just kind of split apart. Yeah. So, so but what qu- goes first, the, the arm or the leg? I don't know. Probably oh, the arm. Boy. Well, but they actually called it rules of courtly love. So you... you Courtship. Ha- court, courtly love. Wait a minute. Love. The rules of courtly love. That was no. uh, marry Kurt Cobain, get his money when he kills himself. <laughs> what else? Right. A form of band that I didn't that know she really... had rules that were that old. So what it means is that they had to actually set up their marriages. Oh, my like, God. They had to set, up, set it up by the family. Mm, so they got okay. to choose who you were going to marry. Like the family? I would have never made it. Wait a minute. Courtly love, though, existed between two people who were not married right. to each other, but may have actually been oh. married to other people. Okay. Typically, the female in a courtly couple was a noble woman oh. in a marriage that was set up by her family, and then she would have a lover, like a troubadour, a knight, or a man of the courtier class. A troubadour, by the way, and is the he, guy who would play the guitar. Yeah, he put his feelings together for this gal with a song or a poem. Yeah. And celebrate uh, emotionally elevating the love, which of course was doomed because they could never fully express it by because they couldn't be married. And then a few years later, they had the Labrador, which is totally different. But Labradors were able to sniff out really fine women. Really good. Those are nice dogs. Yeah, yeah very nice dogs. Good. Yeah, but actually, that was sort of a precursor for what we now call emotional cheating, because um, you could constantly sit there and declare your eternal love and your courtly love to somebody, but there was seldom actually the sex. Yeah. In the Puritan, uh, let's. I want to skip ahead to the Puritan era. Witches. You love those Puritans. Well, don't it's you? funny because you know the Puritans founded America. We are a worldwide broadcast, but you know we have a lot of uh, obviously uh, listeners here in the states. Can I clarify and, something? Puritan yes. don't mean pure. No. It no, does. they banged a lot. No, no, no. These guys got it on <laughs> in an incredibly frisky manner. Mm-hmm. What, what's going on, like G-Spot, with, with these guys? I, I, I'm just shocked. I, I cannot believe the things that they really liked. They even liked public sex. <laughs> oh, yeah. Having sex in a field, a forest, or a hedge was a normal part of the Puritan life. Well, you know why? Because, I mean, where do you go? You got a small hey. outhouse. That they didn't really well, you have... Do why in outhouse. God's green earth would somebody have sex in an outhouse? Because It's you, horrible. It well, smells in there. You got flies well, flying you're trying around. To, you're trying to be puritanical, Trick. You're not going to be doing it right on the kitchen well, table in front deal. of everybody. There wasn't a lot of space. If you've ever seen the yeah, Puritan uh, households, there's not a lot. So if you call it public what? sex, an outhouse, a porch, or a room where other people were, it's because there wasn't a lot of space. So, so there's a lot more space in an outhouse? Well, you know, if it's a two-seater. Oh, man. You know what? One in three Puritan brides were actually knocked up on their wedding day. Mm-hmm. So, the, so wait, wait, give me that one again. How one many? in three. So one-third of them were doing shotgun weddings and stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. And, yeah. I'm, that's so when was the Puritan from. era officially? Is that like... 
how many years ago? Is it like a thousand years ago? No, or? no, no. Fifteen hundreds to yeah, those, say seventeen hundred. Yeah, those were the guys that went to Plymouth Rock and stuff and founded America. So when people say we're not following American values, just tell them there's a lot of people having sex in public, just like the Puritans did. That's okay, right. So, so really, only three, four hundred years ago, basically. Right. Okay. The equivalent of this would be like uh, doing it in your car because your roommates at home watching the Goonies or something. <laughs> so, I like that. I got it. <laughs> Love the Goonies. <laughs> All right, I love the Victorians. Um, Victorian, you know, the whole, the whole dress, the whole, you know, real kind of aristocratic look of everybody. Everything seems so prim and proper. <laughs> Except for the women with hysteria. And when they did have hysteria, of course, they used those wonderful things called Wait, vibrators. well, what's hysteria? That's when yeah. that's when I stay out all night? My wife gets hysterical? No. Is that what you're talking about? No, it's what? an album from Def Leppard. Yeah, hysteria. It's their best yeah. album. Their best album, baby. They had like five hits off that one, including Animal. Speaking of which, I think Keith Kong knows what hysteria is. Yeah, basically any physical or mental issue that they were having at the time, they would be taken to these doctors to basically get an orgasm and get over it. <laughs> there you go. Now, there's now a, that's hard work. Let's say you're a doctor, right? Well, let's that's say the thing. Yeah, let's say you have maybe, maybe you're seeing five patients, six patients a day. Six women that right? have hysteria. Your hands are going to get tired, right? You are going to get so tired. You're going to get like a cramp. That's it's going to be that, like... That's why they that's came why up they with invented. the electric, uh, you know, vibrator. I bet you everybody was in line to Two become stroke. a doctor during this era. <laughs> I don't know. Come on. I don't know because it takes a lot of the it's fun away. Of pressure. Yeah, and these women... Women, they're not going to have orgasms quickly. You might right. be there for 5, 10, 20 minutes. She could be really bound up. I've, I would learn very quickly how to do it pretty fast. Yeah. That's like what I you'd would be do. able, what, you'd have a magic move? Something. I mean, what would you do? I don't know. I'd figure it out. I'm not standing there for 10 minutes. So wait, you're, ta- you're telling me that you think you would have the wherewithal to create the like the almost instantaneous orgasm in anybody? Yeah, maybe. But how would you but, but what would you think you would do? Well, I'm as a female, curious. I guess I would kind of know what the hot spots are, right? Well, you are G-spot. That's now, right. keep in mind that vibrators though were have been around since when where we started in Egypt even before then the Steely Dan was about this guy, this Dr. Morton Granville, God bless him, invented the first motorized massager, also known as the back massager. The, you know, well, well, how did the ones work in Egypt? Straw. They didn't have any electricity, they, so they how did they vibrate? They made them out vibrate? of clay. They didn't vibrate. They were oh, just... Oh, it's a, a dildo. A dildo. Oh, 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 I got you. Yeah. Because yeah. I was thinking they could put like a bunch of bumblebees inside of a <laughs> some type yeah, of a can or something. Yeah, I was thinking that too, like some kind of like... Some kind like of a, a container or, uh, that they made out of... Uh, out of some kind of so uh, creative uh, jumping brick. How about jumping je- jumping beans? You know the beans that that's, that's what I don't right? think they had jumping beans in, yeah, in you Egypt. You have to heat those oh. too. That would hey, be from Mexico. I want to move up to the 1970s because when I came around, this was going on crazy. I don't know if your parents did this, folks, but uh, the key parties. You go to a party and everyone threw their car keys into a bowl, and then Dad would get to pull one out, and whoever's keys he pulled, he got to go home with that woman, and necessarily, and usually wasn't the wife. And that's why you always invited attractive people to key parties. Hex, yeah, or they do shoe knew. parties too. The same thing, where the you know put a shoe in the bowl and you pick a shoe and whoever whatever that'd be a big bowl to hold all those shoes well yeah yeah our basket but the 60s got a lot of press you know free love and free marital sex but these open marriages of the 70s were quite popular my parents did something called a shipwreck party Ooh. yeah and it was the same basic idea everybody came like they were on they they were uh, you know the byproduct of a shipwreck mm-hmm. and then there was a matchup that 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 occurred as a result of what class you were on the ship or something to wait that a effect. minute your parents uh your parents are swingers 
Well, my parents were very progressive. Let me put it that way. Oh, well, this is this is um, this is not a you we know, learned something a new judgment about or anything. Every time. I, I just didn't know. You told me that they were really excited to go see Deep Throat yes, when it came yes, out. Yes, they were. But, oh, they, but had then parties, they, said, they had parties at our house. And and I I'd come downstairs and and mommy wouldn't be kissing daddy. Let me put it See, that way. That's what okay? I'm saying. Ooh, right. Oh, yeah. The it apple didn't fall far from the I tree. Mean, <laughs> emotional. Now yeah. it explains it all. You always get something new out of this guy. And doing the show for two and a half years with him, and he always surprises me with something new. He kind of alluded to it in the past, but. Mm-hmm. It's quite interesting to uh, finally get confirmation. <laughs> We've got an incredible radio show on the way tonight. Uh, we have uh, more of the history of sex. Chase will be visiting us with her toy story. We'll have sex in my city. Where are we going tonight, G-Spot? Mykonos, Greece. Is that how you say Mykonos. it? Mykonos. 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 You know, Mykonos. I rename everything. Yes. Now, I've heard it is pronounced Mykonos as Mykonos? well. That's what I heard as a Miko yes. Niko. All right. Greece. It actually doesn't sound Greek at all yeah. to me. It no. sounds more like Japanese. No. If you look to the word and listen to right. it. But uh, and then we've got a Domo Arigato, by the way, Trick. Oh, thank you, Mr. Roboto. Uh <laughs> ten bizarre facts uh, about um, the uh, ancient world. These are kind of weird ones here. We're gonna give you some stuff about sex that you aren't gonna believe that happened in the past. Um, and then there's some funny stuff too. And we've got we've got a whole bunch of, of facts about sex from uh, many years ago that you're going to laugh about. It's 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 kind of strange the kinds of stuff that they thought mm. was going to happen when you had sex. There's wives' tales. There's stories. There's you know have you ever heard you know if you do that you'll go blind. Those kinds of things. Yes. Well, we've got a whole list of these tonight, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Awesome. It's Mike and us, by the way. Sexy artist of the thank you. Uh, yes, I looked it up. Melissa Fox always coming through with the info. Sexy artist right. James Bay. James Bay. He is a soulful Brit, young man on the charts. He's got a top ten hit, and you're going to hear it tonight on Living Sexy. All right, uh, this is Living Sexy Radio. Glad to have you along. Caliente Club and Resorts brings it to you along with Premier Couples Superstore Las Vegas and MixingSexy.com. Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy, broadcasting live with your hosts, Jack, Trick, and Chase. Turn your sexy on. We are proud to introduce Fairy Designer Line, the world's exclusive luxury club of high-end fashion that includes posh, 21-carat fairy mosh, the 19-carat bridal signature series, and a selection of fine timepieces. Now serving clients in 150 countries, it's the fastest-growing fashion house in the world. The newest posh vibe collection is made with the highest quality silver and includes healing stones like jade, amethyst, and mother of pearl. Adorn yourself with necklaces, rings, earrings, bracelets, and super for sporty high-end watches. The Fairy Designer line expands its flagship brand, Fairy Mosh, with exotic handbags, wallets, and high-end European footwear for men and women that dazzle. It's beauty in its purest form. Wouldn't you like to wear the brand the celebrities wear? Simply go to livingsexyradio.com and click on the famous Fairy Diamond to get more information and receive a $100 gift certificate you can use right now. That's right. Go to livingsexyradio.com and click on the famous Fairy Diamond and go shop. Shopping today. Fairy, the fastest growing luxury designer fashion house in the world. Taking your life to a very sexy place. 
It's Living Sexy, broadcasting live with your hosts, Jack, Trick, and Chase. Turn your sexy on. It's on, it's on, I've turned it on, there it is. You can check us out online at livingsexyradio.com. We got archives of the shows there, as well as on iTunes and other places. Get your sexy on mixingsexy.com. Couples, singles, you name it, uh, triangles, I don't even know. It's just a wonderful place to meet and greet and set up dates and have a good old time. Also, we got a big uh, a big thing, a couple of big things coming up, don't we? Thank you. Yeah, too, not that, that's not that big. I mean, it's big enough, don't get me wrong. But don't we have a party somewhere coming up very soon? Trick always likes to tell me about these things. August 7th is our uh, next oh, yeah. big event at Caliente Club and Resorts. going to be a great event as we are going to be having our first big SOS party, Swimsuits No, I optional. thought it was sheet on a shingle. No, that's not it. Swimsuits are <laughs> optional. So if you've never been to a, a nudist resort, a place where you can take it all off, uh, this is a place where you can come and get comfortable. You don't have to feel like you need to get naked. You can come in there, and we've got a special price for you of $30. You can get in as a couple. They don't just don't do this all the time at Caliente. No, no. You can get in there, celebrate the entire day, have a blast by the pool, have entertainment. going to be some great music. Every single Sunday that we're there, there is a special live band that's going to play, and a, a lot of Tampa's greatest music is right cool. there at Caliente. And if you want to know more information, you can check it out at our website or at MixingSexy.com. Once again, uh, the date to circle is August 7th. Mm-hmm. And we've got another event coming up on August 21st. G-Spot, why don't you tell us about that one? Well, that one's going to be at the B Resort and Spa, a great location in Lake Buena Vista. It is going to be called Be a VIP. Sunday and that means everyone is going to be a VIP in our pool party so I can't wait for that from two to six lots of raffle prizes all kinds of fun games promotions we're gonna have a blast get it on Time now for G-Spot and gooey gossip. Uh, what's going on in the world of Hollywood? Get well, it on. They're just so crazy. <laughs> All of them are just darn crazy. That's it. Silly, silly. Silly, 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 silly. I think they drink way too much water. Yeah, that's what it is. I'm telling you. Hmm. Well, Lindsay Lohan, you know, one of our faves here on this show. Her dad uh, listens occasionally. She's a hot mess. She's a hot mess. She's a medium uh, lukewarm mess. Well, no, no. She's a hot mess today. (laughs) Well, I'm going to tell you, in April, she became engaged to this Russian millionaire. His name is Igor. I would change that name so fast. Terabasta. No, no, no. The Russians take pride in that name. Igor? It makes me... Makes that me think like of the, the monster Igor. In American, that would be Frank. Yeah. Well, last no. name is Tarabasov, I believe is how you say his Tarabasov. name. Tarabasov. Yep. Look, I can say that word very hey, easily. That almost sounded Japanese. What is it with Japanese? <laughs> every, every name that's supposed to be another language is sounding Japanese It ends tonight. in a V. There's no Japanese allowed. I think I'm turning Japanese. So I really what, think what so. Happened well, first when, what of happened all, with their fiance? Lilo. First of all, well, yes, they are engaged now. Um, it only took from April till July. <laughs> That's amazing to the me. Girl working and fast. he's 23 years old, just for the record. How old is she? Uh, She's about 30. Yeah. She's not that old anyways. Well, I mean, she can go younger. But here, here's the thing. Apparently, this guy has never really been in the spotlight. And so they, they've been having a lot of fights. And when they have fights, they just go on every social media site they can get on. And one being Instagram. And so they moved in together. 
They were living together yeah. as well. As you do. Well, I don't know. From April to July? Mm. No, that's a date with that's Lindsay. That's a whole lot of living. That's oh, a, yeah. Wait, what was it? That's a date with Lindsay. You know. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yes. I guess so. Well, she's she's slow and, and she's cultured. Yeah. So. Well, so here's here's what she says on one of her Instagrams where she goes, Wow, thanks, hashtag fiance with Russian hooker at Dasha underscore PA. 5H. She added, sarcastically before uploading a video clip of Igor partying home, first time in my life bear where he cheated with me with a hooker. She captioned the footage. Then she goes on to say she was expecting her first child with Igor. Get out of here. Yes. So she announced it like that in the middle of a fight? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Announced it in the middle of a fight. And so here is the latest today. Oh, boy. Sad Liar. sad news on the Lindsay Lohan saga. Liar. Fiance Igor has officially moved out of their apartment yeah, He brought today. his mom with him. To- <laughs> and brings his mother to help pack up his stuff and move. So I'm assuming there's probably no baby. Yeah. But he, probably, but no he probably did bring his binky because he brought his mommy. Yeah. yeah. I got to tell mommy. you something, guys. Uh, and this, you know, this is something I've been thinking about relating to her. And, you know, I, I love the Lohans. They're, they're an interesting they're clan. They're a class act of clan. Yeah. But, um, you know, these guys really know how to get press. I mean, even when something is not going her way, like with these pictures, she turns it into promotion. Uh, you know, it's really important in Hollywood to stay in front of the in front of the press. You got to stay at the top of variety, man, all the time. You got to come up with new stunts. Remember, Madonna did a lot of that. Yeah, but I think nowadays, I, I don't think anyone other than the Kardashians probably have really learned the art of what they put on Instagram or social media. Mm. Because I, I think you have to time it in such a way that it doesn't look so ridiculous. And I think the problem with Lindsay Lohan, she probably drinks too much. And she what do you probably, mean probably? Yeah, she probably gets online. Oh, no, she's been through treatment. She you doesn't know, drink anymore. Have you ever, yeah. like, even in your own news feeds, have you ever, like, looked at your friends and you knew right away they were up way too early in the morning, drunk, texting, oh, or whatever they're doing on, on social media? I see it all the time. What did I do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I just think there's an art to it, and uh, I think very few have learned how to master social media well they've got a new iphone now that's got a built-in breathalyzer yeah and you have to breathe on it in order to turn it on and if your breath doesn't pass it won't turn on. isn't that did that just recently come out So there you go i remember (laughs) seeing that so here's the thing um we have the mtv awards coming up yeah i'm excited about it because (laughs) i'm just waiting to see who dukes it out this time on stage because, you know, there's a lot of crazy people that have been uh, nominated. I'm wasn't wait, it at I'm the, waiting uh, for Kanye up there that's doing what I'm his saying. thing. Wasn't With it, Famous. Wasn't that where, didn't, didn't, uh, that's what it's known for, the MTV Awards. Oh, yeah. is, well, is the videos. Yeah. And I think last year, uh, what was it, Nicki Minaj got into it with uh, Taylor as well. So. They all they all get in fights at the MTV Awards. It yeah. never fails. Well, so no, they I get in fights wait. with Taylor because Taylor's kind of, No, you know, I think there's a more than that. a hard ass, you know, Taylor. Well, so we've got Video of the Year, Adele with Hello. I can't believe that's still even around. Beyonce, Formation. I don't really care for her. Drake, Hotline Bling, Justin Bieber, Sorry, and of course, our own one and only uh, K-9 West with Famous. K-9. K-9. I always call him K-9, <laughs> just to make everybody upset. <laughs> but uh, we do have Sia, so I can't wait to see the females, because you know I love when the females go to the You'll MTV Awards. Well, see ya, see ya, wouldn't want to be ya. Oh, but no, and then we got The weekend. 
Can't feel my face. Best I like the weekend. Oh, yeah. That's had a video. I just had a nice weekend. So anyway, we have some good rock videos coming out. So it, I think it'll be a little fun this year, the MTV Awards. So what date is that? Uh, let me see. Ooh, good question. <laughs> you said it was this weekend or what? Uh, no, 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 no. It was no. just revealed the nominations for 2016. Okay, so it's a little ways off. Yeah, yeah I think so. I think okay. it's, it's on uh, 28th of August. Or oh, thank okay. It's you. a month away. All right. Yeah, I didn't want to take your fire away. Well, oh, you can always take my fire away <laughs> over there, Missy. Yeah. You know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> always. And uh, the last thing we're going to talk about is... Nice. Thank mm-hmm. you. Justin Timberlake, you know, they were at this amazing golf tournament, and I have seen tons and tons of... That was so funny, the Carlton. Yeah, where they were doing the Carlton with, Carlton Al- with the Carlton. With Alfonso. Yeah, BCI, you know, there know. was yeah, some yeah, really, really cute stuff going on at Lake Tahoe, and, uh, they, you know, they're all over social media with their videos uploading, and it's just adorable, because Justin Timberlake has that personality where he just goes with the flow. Well, apparently, he's walking through a crowd at the 27th Annual American Century Championship in North America, and all of a sudden, somebody just smacks him. Right in the face. Right in the face. Well, maybe they didn't like him. It was caught on camera. Well, he calmly says, bro, why did you do that? (laughs) (laughs) I can actually hear him saying that. He, bro, re- he hey really bro. like hey bro well like he's do like don't you know i'm justin timberlake no like, he, he would never do that like, he would never do that i i've no he, he would never do that i've been around chris kirkpatrick i've been around a lot of these guys they're not like that but they it was don't my have understanding that, that later jessica beale went up and kicked the guy in the nuts <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah he, if she was there well, probably would have she happened. was there actually oh well, she was yeah oh because uh, what happened is the police did rush in to intervene um, but he actually refused to, to press charges. Well, he didn't feel that it was, it was necessary. It wasn't he anything. said the guy was being belligerent for disorder. And, and well, they still arrested him. That's yes. What oh no, they did. Yeah, yeah, for disorderly conduct. After he refused to leave the golf course, so I'm not going. I'm not drunk. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm surprised this doesn't happen more often. Yeah. I Especially just, with people like Kanye West, because oh. you know I'm. I'll bet you there's a, at least three hundred fifty thousand people that want to slap him across the face. Uh, w- without without a question. I'm telling you, if you're not seeing Steph Curry and Alfonso, you know the actual Carlton and Dustin doing the Carlton, it was a it was funny. it was super super cute. And um, you know, one more that that I had here on my list, and I I really have to do this because I had no idea that we've got Miss Mariah Carey who will be doing a re- reality TV show coming up very soon. Did you guys hear about this one? No. Do we have to care about it? Well, I don't. The diva is coming out, and she was just down the hall. I guess the Kardashians were being filmed at the same time while she was giving this interview. And her comments were, some of us talk about other people and what they do, and la, 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 but I'm not that person. So it'll be interesting to see what Miss... Uh, and she really wasn't throwing shade at the Kardashians? Uh, yeah. Wait a minute. Wasn't she just talking about other people when she said that? Exactly. I, oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. I'm not really excited about Mimi Mini's new show. Yeah, I don't I don't think I am either. But, hey, I'll take a look at it because i got to bring the news to the to the uh, listeners. Thank you, G-Spot. You always bring it. Yeah. Nice job. We appreciate it. You'll be uh, back very soon for Sex in My City. And uh, we're going to a beautiful Greek town. My house. Chase joins us next with her toy story as we talk about the history of sex. You're listening to Living Sexy, starring Blackjack, Electric, and Chastity. What do you mean? 
Broadcasting live across the globe oh, what do you mean? at 10 Eastern. Said you're running out of time, what do you mean? Oh, 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 what do you mean? Better make up your mind, what do you mean? Show us your sexy. The following message is brought to you by Health Markets, your first choice when you need health insurance for your small business. Do you offer health insurance to your employees? Call us now and see if you can save money. Do you want to offer vision and dental to your employees? Call us. Do you think you're paying too much for your current health insurance? Call us. Do you want somebody else to do all the legwork and search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide? Call us. We're Health Markets, and thanks to a little-known solution, we could help your business save thousands of dollars on health insurance costs and save your employees money, too. Our service is free. Don't miss the great savings. Call now. 800-651-3235. 800-651-3235. 800-651-3235. That's 800-651-3235. Health Markets Insurance Agency is DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy Live on TuneIn, Apple TV, and LivingSexyRadio.com. Living any other way is just plain boring. Living Sexy at LivingSexyRadio.com. Follow us on Twitter at LivingSexyShow. Follow us on Facebook at LivingSexyShow. Instagram, LivingSexy. We are uh, also uh, playing around with... Snapchat. Oh, Snapchat. But uh, the king of Snapchat, and he's going to tell you about uh, what we're doing with that, yeah. is Keith Kahn, but not yet. Why not? Why not Because yet? it's time now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chase. Yeah. Time for Chase's Toy Story. Yes, it is, but I'm not at all ready to play any type of an intro or introduce her in any way. So that's why I was thinking we could talk to uh, Keith momentarily. Well, the Snapchat is actually going to be run through our friends over at MixingSexy.com. So you're going to want to follow MixingSexy, all one word, on Snapchat. And by doing so, you're going to get to see the craziest things from our events, the craziest things that we're allowed to show. Because believe it or not, the events get so wild that we can't. We really just can't show everything. But I'll tell you that... The event coming up on the 21st, the Be a VIP event, we will be showing everything for that event. I like it. Good evening, Chase. It's time. You know, I'm so excited to hear from you guys again. Thank goodness I get to talk to these There she is. How's everybody? How are my loves? Hey, we're doing all right. We're missing you over here. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I'm so pleased to let you guys know that at the wonderful age that I am, and no one could ever guess, even if I promised to show you my birth certificate, I still have the most normal metabolic cycle, I could say. 
the, so I am having a, a yeah, metabolic cycle, time. huh? Is that, that similar to a bicycle? It, it's the time in a woman's monthly life where she feels incredibly womanly. Oh, I get it. And yes, I, I'm following you now. It's a time to talk about my favorite thing in the world, which is a dildo, not just any dildo. We're talking stone magic. This is made of a stone that actually brings healing properties, helps people connect with all kinds of spirits in the other worlds, and has just like a long list of medicinal and spiritual uses. It's from Norway. Mm. So it's a rock yeah. dildo? Yeah, it's stone, not rock. Don't it I've never words. really gotten stoned with my dildo. Well, so what's the difference between stone and, and rock? I, I think it's the same, isn't it? Uh, kind of. It's larvikite. Larvakite. Larvakite. Oh, I've never heard of that. Is it like a lava from a from a volcano? <laughs> it is moonstone. It comes from Norway. It's it's ancient and it's got all kinds of like I said, a health attributes. On top of the fact that, according to all of the women that have used this wonderful mechanism, and by the way, it hits G spot right where it's supposed to. I like it that way. I right know, and it's weighted because think about stone. Stone is naturally cool. And weighted. That makes sense. I'm naturally cool. Yeah. So you could put it in the and freezer you if you wanted to, and it'd bit. get real cold. <laughs> well, yeah, you can put it wherever you want to because it's going to adapt to the climate. So that's very true. I like that thought because you could like warm it just a little bit. You know, like put it maybe in a um, little bit of warm water in a sink. Just don't stick it in the oven, right? Never. You could just like strap it onto your dog's back for a while. Okay, that's gross. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the best part of all, our favorite sponsor, PremierCouples.net, has it on sale for one forty one ninety nine. Wow, that's pretty cool. So, what what is this called again? The larvakite. It's larvakite. Yeah. It is a stone, a blue stone dildo, and it's it's curved a little bit, a little bit larger at one end. Just very much anatomically created for the maximum stimulation. It also is for the uh, Aquarius, the zodiac sign that uh, in oh, the no. element is water. I thought you can say aquarium, yeah. which oh, that's would funny. Make sense as well. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you can see all of those, all of those healing and all of those different. Um, you know, it's all about positive. Like if you want, and they even make jewelry from this stuff too. There's jewelry uh-huh. that they make, and it's called the Black Moonstone. There you it's go. Really cool. Well, it's interesting. That's pretty cool. I'm going to go out and get one of these stone thingies. And I'm thinking, you know, we're talking ancient sex. I have a feeling this stone and all that it can do, I mean, you know it's been around for centuries. How else would they know this? Hmm. Right. They're, they were probably thinking, carving it back in the yeah, dark ages. I think huh? there was some penetration way before our uh, wonderful premier couples got a hold of this thing. That's pretty cool. I love it. Well, that's a great yeah. toy story. That's cool. Have you got any other... Cool dildo stuff for us. Have you got any other uh, things you I want do, to talk I about do, dildos? This is, this is in honor of Mythanos because, you know, I had to go there with something just completely avant-garde. And I found a Mythos dildo. It is hand-created. No two are alike. And you can get it anywhere from the mini, which is six to seven inches, or you can have the 
Authentic <laughs> 11-incher. Well, wait a minute now. Mini, if six or seven inches is mini, that's larger than the average we're, guy, we're isn't it? We're monsters at the sea trick, so you have to get it in your head. You know, we're, we're larger scale than what we live You could with. get it in your head if you... There's no gravity. Think about it. You're floating. You can get bigger. Right from the inside. Yeah, I like this. All right, so, all right, so, so this is available in Greece, is what you're saying. Yeah, and it's, it is literally created in the likeness of mythos. So it is shaped as what we would consider most of the anatomically correct dildos, except that the details of the creature are there. So we have the two eyes, and we have the tentacles, but they're all kind of, you know, sucked up. And then there's one that has a tentacle that comes out the back that can be used for stimulation. Um, they're, they're, they're something up. I heard you say something <laughs> up. The tentacles but, are kind uh, of so, so it's basically something like a you're getting banged by a dragon face? Is that uh, what it is uh, or something like that? It's a creature, hon. It's a creature. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of kinky, right? It's very kinky. It's Mediterranean, very Greek. I mean, Medusa. they are the original kinks of the whole sex world. Let's think about this. You know, we have a, I, I got a great idea. I don't want to share it on air, but I got a great idea to make some money now. Oh, great. Using di oh. dildos with different faces type things on it. Okay. Oh, okay. This is, this you know, is a really idea. sick idea, but I kind of like it, actually. I'm sure yeah. it's never been yeah. done. Yeah. We got to put this into the what they refer to as the laboratory. There's a living sexy lab, and then yeah, we're going to kind of we're gonna have some fun with it. You want to be part of the R&D department? Just checking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, Chase. Like well, it's uh, great to have you on tonight with Toy Story. We really uh, miss you in the studio, and uh, mm -hmm. hopefully you'll uh, come back in person very soon. I'm hoping that's going to be the case. Even if it's not in person, it might be in, like, virtual reality. That sounds good. All right, Chase. Thank you. <laughs> Love y'all. Love you, too. All right. Bye. This is Living Sexy Radio, and on the way... We are going to visit that city we've been talking about on Sex in My City in Greece. I was in Greece last year around this time. Loved the country and would like to go back again very, very soon. Uh, but we'll get the inside scoop on the sexy underbelly of Mythos and Mykonos. Oh, okay. Tomato, tomato. Whatever. You're listening to Living Sexy, starring Blackjack, Electric, and Chastity. What do you mean? Broadcasting live across the globe oh, what do you mean? at 10 Eastern. Since you're running out of time, what do you mean? Oh, 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 what do you mean? Better make up your mind, what do you mean? Show us your sexy. I've been a NASCAR fan for years. I have spent hundreds, maybe thousands of dollars on merchandise. I love rooting for my favorite driver, but let's face it, jerseys change every year. Sponsors change every year. This is an expensive undertaking to get your merchandise and go root for your favorite race car driver. And, you know, I know the men in my life want the official NASCAR merchandise. However, wouldn't it be great if you could get the most popular NASCAR and driver products for up to 70% off? And I was just wearing my Richard Petty stuff and... Uh... You know, just kind of hiding in the, up in the upper stands. So I think really what you should do instead is save 70% off. Go to onmc.com forward slash living and you will save big. Wouldn't it be nice to get everything for 70% off? 70% off? How do you do that? Well, you become a member. 
Go to www.onmc.com slash living or livingsexyradio.com for more information on how you can save big. Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy, broadcasting live with your hosts, Jack, Trick, and Chase. We like it when you watch. Great to have you listening tonight on uh, great radio stations like WWPR in Tampa Bay, Bradenton, Sarasota, Florida, worldwide, all over the place. We uh, have a number of partners that stream us uh, 24 hours a day and live for our uh, radio program at 8 o'clock Eastern Time at 4 o'clock CET. Thank you to Radio Jar, located in Athens, Greece, for making it happen tonight for us. Also, Radionomy in Brussels, Belgium, and Los Angeles, California. Thank you to Apple TV and iTunes. We're also on Roku, and you'll also find us a number of other places all over the web. Just type in hashtag living sexy. You'll find Find all of our social media. You'll find where you can find our live feeds, and you can also find our archive shows anytime you want. Get a few laughs, find out something that you want to know about on our website at livingsexyradio.com. This is Electric. I'm here with uh, Blackjack, G-Spot, Melissa Fox is here. Keith Kong will be joining us in a little bit with conversation, but right now it is time for the kind of show that we love because it tells us things we don't already know. So we're going to hop on a flight with our very own on-staff flight attendant and sex underworld expert. It's G-Spot and Sex in My City. You love playing around with that stuff, don't you? He does. He oh, just yeah, loves baby. it. It it's, it's. Do you dream about that? It's tasty. Do you dream about tasty. that? <laughs> well, we're going to be heading over to Mykonos, 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 Mykonos. beaches. That's oh. where we're going yeah, first. Beaches. That's where we're going to. Mykonos we're going beaches. right to the nudist beaches. You know, them nude beaches are very hot with their big titsky rocks. Well, I'm going to tell you, a lot of people travel. <laughs> I have no idea what he's trying to do there, but uh, it please. It I was, was trying horrible. to speak Greek, okay? Hey, yeah. But it's all yeah. Greek to me. I, I don't even know if you can really speak Greek, hard. anybody. I know I can't read it. No doubt. That no, has got to be the craziest looking language of the planet. <laughs> but you know what's, it, what's amazing is that um, nudist beaches, they're all over uh, the Greek islands. Um, it's very popular, even amongst families. Europeans are not anything like us, where, oh, oh my gosh, she's showing her boobs, or, you They're know, more oh, chill, like the French. Yeah, oh, yes. wait, I think even more so than that. I mean, I'm seeing pictures of families just totally naked walking around, and it's no big Ooh, deal. Uh, they have a, a famous beach that's been around for years, and the English name, they call it Paradise. <laughs> they got so creative on that one. And uh, it is, <laughs> the original name is Kalamopodo, Podu. Kalamopodo. Podu. Podi. I think that's a city in New Mexico. Kalamopodi. No, that's Punta. Pudi Punta. Anyway, so to make it easier for us that cannot pronounce <laughs> any words in Greek, it is paradise. And it's very, very popular. The sand's very interesting. I, I You know, they don't have the white sands that we're used to seeing. There's some racist stuff. Uh, wait a minute. I didn't say what? anything about that. There's I, all sand. All man. sand is created equal. All right. 
Okay. Just checking on that. I think it's just got a little bit more shells in the sand. That's what I think's going on. But they have another one called Super Paradise. They're so creative see, with their English. See, why would you go to Paradise if you could go, go to, to Super, Super Paradise? Paradise? I mean, come on. And then they're building another beach that I heard. It's called Super Califragilistic <laughs> Stop beach. it. They are not. Oh, boy. So, but here's the difference <laughs> with Super Paradise. You get to drink and dance and have some celebrities there with you. And it is the most frequented place for the LGBT community. Well, I think Paradise That's needs super. to step it up, man. They really need to add some amenities. Uh, They really need to just stop partying so much. I mean, I'm sitting here looking at... It is a lot of craziness at the Super Paradise Beach. So you're saying it's pretty sexy. It is crazy sexy. I I love it. I love it, love it, love it. So uh, if you get it, make it over there to uh, Mykonos, Mykonos, Mykonos. 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 You can go to the nude beaches and have one heck of a great time. And now that we're talking about the LGBT community and more specific, we're going to talk about the men because it is one of the most famous places to go if you are in that lifestyle. Yeah. It's very, very popular. Speedos and hairy chests and Italian horns all over the place. That's beautiful. But if you go and you look at the map, of Mykonos, yes. they have probably over 65 to 70 places. I see this. It's insane. It is insane. I can't even talk about one place. It's impossible. Well, try to just sort of give us like a medley. Well, the one thing they can do, it's called gay sale. And you can go out on these amazing uh, yachts to sailboats. And they have hundreds of people that get involved with this. So for an example, one is coming up July 30th through August 6th. Mm-hmm. And you go out on this gay sale and it's one big fun event it's fabulous. on the water. You know what? Dick is whole new meaning to gay cruise. Let me just say. I bet it does. <laughs> and wait until you see this hotel. There's a hotel there called the Elysium Hotel. Absolutely stunning. It gets the highest rating for the gay community to go and live your lifestyle, however you want to live it. It is got the most beautiful views out on their patios. I mean, if that it's sitting here going through oh, yeah, the, that is nice. through everything. But look at the view that you have. It is in the heart of the city. So literally Everything you ever want to do from being at the beach or just going down into the city, this is where the guys are going to be at this hotel. So out there for the uh, the community of the gay, the gay men, this is your place. It's very simplistic, the architecture too. It blends in nicely with the background, I think. Almost. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a gorgeous place. So a lot of things to do there. They do have a lot of nightclubs, but one of their biggest attractions is the actual pool parties. <laughs> they are into pool parties. We're doing one of those, aren't we? Ne- we uh, next are. Month. Listen, if we could have a pool party like that, we're ready to go. Damn. It is insane. And this <laughs> this goes on every summer. Cave Paradiso. It's uh, Cavo. Sorry, Cavo Paradiso. 
It is located on a hill. So when you're at this venue, you literally feel like you're above the ocean. Like mm. it, it almost looks like that, you know, that infinity pool effect, Yeah. you know, where you look like you're going to walk right into the ocean. It is absolutely gorgeous. Oh, that is cool. It's built on stones like a castle with a pool with the shape of Mykonos, the actual, I guess, the mm-hmm. little sexy city. And two bars on different levels. And this place rocks it. You can be naked. You can be uh, fully clothed. It's optional. It is so much fun looking over that amazing view. Every single day, there's a pool party. Look at this. Look how many people. I, you know, I would almost go. I'd fall in the pool if I was yeah, there. But I mean, it's, it looks it's like it, you're pushed in. I mean, is it that big? Every, it's not that big every night. Like, different day, different no, pool they, party. No, they, they basically say, well, during the summer, this is the way it looks. During every the day. Summer, every it's day. Packed. It's packed every day. There's no, uh, no breathing room, apparently. So, it is just one of these hmm. places that gets crazy. They have amazing DJs that show up there. Um, you know, the, the interesting thing that I found out about this particular city is that it doesn't have like that swinger, you know, like there's not a lot of couples that go there. Uh, so this is really for singles, singles baby. more than couples. So it was interesting when I was doing my research on this, that it really doesn't have that typical, it, it caters to everybody. This really is, are you a single female looking for another female? Are you a single guy looking for another guy? Are you a couple, you know, looking for another same-sex couple? Guy. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's what this place really is. So it's, it's pretty party. awesome. I, I thought it was kind of kind of cool to see that they cater to, you know, everyone there. It was really awesome. Well, there's a million Greek islands. Mm-hmm. I, oh, absolutely. They're, 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 there's all kinds of them. You've heard of Santorino. I was on Crete last year. And every one of these islands has their own little airport, which is kind of cool. So access is pretty good. I know you can fly into Athens, and then from Athens you take a little puddle jumper, and you can basically get to any one yeah. of these Greek islands very quickly. And the, the airports are usually centrally located, and you can easily take a bus or some other form yeah. of taxi transportation right to these resorts and bars and restaurants. So access is incredible, and I, I'm a big fan of Greece. Uh, I think the value for your money is really good. I know that the the hotel you talked about earlier uh, that uh, caters to, what did you say, asylum or a asylum or whatever it was? Oh, man, you don't want to go to the asylum. Elysium. Oh, Elysium, yeah. that's yeah. it. There, It's right around a, a, at peak season about $400 a night. Uh, so it's not horribly expensive, especially since you're in paradise. So really a cool place to visit. No, I, you're, I in, yeah. you're in super paradise. Trip. Yeah, another, another, thing, another thing they have there, too, is that there's right. a huge yacht, yacht boating you know, companies that are there. So you literally can get on these boats for pretty decent prices. I mean, because it's, it's just like us. And just yacht from yeah, island just, to island? You or, could, yeah, definitely. What, in your in your research, uh, G, what was the sexiest island of all the islands in Greece? You know, there's so many, but one well, that you just your, mentioned. Yeah. Santorino. Uh, Santorino. Santorino. Is, yeah. is, is that up there? It's one. Yeah, it's it, it actually is considered the sexiest island of all of Greece. And it is where you guys, you love that crazy uh, movie that has all the BDSM stuff. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Thank you. Apparently, there was a scene filmed there. I haven't mm. seen it, but there was a film, a scene filmed there, and they, they got that uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, uh, you know, kudos. 
picture. I think they flew the helicopter in there, I believe. Something. I, I don't know, but there's something. Yeah, and it yeah. became, you know, for the little Greek island, that became a big thing. <laughs> it was a big deal. Yeah, yeah, it was a big deal. Well, very cool. I, I love it. Uh, well, thank you. Uh, hopefully, we can visit some more of these places in yeah. Greece over well, the coming weeks. Yeah, maybe we'll do that tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know. I'm thinking maybe we'll just do yeah. a couple of uh, island hops around. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to visit some more of those islands. That's great. Thank you very much for Sex in My City, G-Spot. Yeah. I know you've got to run, but uh, we will uh, see you back here tomorrow night. Absolutely. And uh, we will uh, continue on with our history of sex on Living Sexy. On the way, 17 sex facts that'll make you laugh. Also, we've got 10 bizarre facts about the ancient world of sex. We'll have our sexy artist and also Keith Kong is going to be here with conversation. Keith, who have we got on the conversation tonight? Tonight we're going to be introduced to Jamie, Casey, and Brandon. And you're not going to believe the things they have to say. Mm. Living Sexy Radio at livingsexyradio.com. Happy to be on gabnet.net, G-A-B-N-E-T.net. Check them out. Great programming brought to our friend and brought to by our friend, oh, Alex Bennett. we had one friend. Well, you know, we, we, we have a lot of friends. Okay, just check in. Just letting you know. Yeah, check us out there live Mondays, 10 to midnight, and then Tuesday through Friday on Gabnet. 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Also, 1490 WWPR, Tampa Bay, Sarasota. You've been listening to Living Sexy. Find tonight's show and any of our past shows on iTunes and livingsexyradio.com. This is the Living Sexy Radio Network. Live from the Living Sexy Studio Suite, it's Living Sexy with Blackjack, Electric, and Chastity on LivingSexyRadio.com. There's a three-letter word that's been around for a long time. It's sex. And... It's been around for a long time because it's something people have been interested in uh, and in some cases obsessed with uh, in all phases of life. So this week we're going to talk about the history of sex on Living Sexy Radio. We've already talked about uh, the trends that have happened over the years, what's been going on in the dark ages all the way up to present times. And we're going to uh, move on to some facts about uh, sex and history that will definitely make you laugh a little bit tonight. It's going to be uh, kind of a funny segment. And uh, Keith Kong, though, is going to join us first. We've got our latest uh, conversation. Now, conversation is a show that we like to do a couple days a week. Keith gets out on the street, interviews one of these, uh, or maybe more than one, crazy people about that three-letter word, about their sexuality. Uh, sometimes uh, they're straight people, sometimes gay, sometimes couples. Really? Uh, Really cool show. If you want to find out more about all of what Keith Kong is doing, just uh, click on his face on our <laughs> website at livingsexyradio.com. You'll find out about Keith, and you'll find out about conversation. We'll also have available conversations you can listen to for free very soon on our website at livingsexyradio.com. Mm. Living Sexy Live presents Conversation. With mentalist and attraction specialist, Keith Kong. Getting answers to the sexy questions only he dares to ask. Oh, baby. Oh, 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 baby.
Keith Kong. You the man. You stud. How the hell are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I have a new batch of conversations, so tonight we're going to be introduced to a few new people, Jamie, Casey, and Brandon. They all have really interesting things to say, and it's just an eclectic range of people. So we have some young, some old, and uh, the experiences are going to vary as well. So all four of these people are on this conversation? Yeah, three new people, and um, more than likely you can find them on MixingSexy.com. Of course, conversations brought to you by MixingSexy.com, which has a lot of cool things happening aside from the live events, such as the SOS Suits Optional Sunday Party that is August 7th at Caliente. We have a trip-a-day giveaway that we're doing. Congratulations to last night's winner, which is Know Your Dream. Know Your Dream is the username, and you've won yourself a free trip to a destination of your choice. Casey, are you living sexy? Of course. Now, how does one live sexy? Just be you. By experimenting, you got to go out every once in a while, live life. Um, it's not a bad thing to be in a relationship. Find someone that uh, will be your freak, you know? Uh, me, personally, I do it through uh, fashion. I, I, I like to dress what I think makes me feel sexy and, and represents, you know, a certain attraction that, that I like to give off to other people. Uh, are you gay, straight, bi, what are you? I am a human being. I have no definition of what I am. So that be pansexual then? Probably. Just... Definitely straight, 100%. What is your sexuality, your sexual orientation? Straight. Do you have sex with other races? Yes. Is there any race that you would not have sex with? I think it's just all about the person in general. I don't just think the human race? Yeah, I think it's the person. Yes. Is there any race that you would not have sex with? Uh, I mean, if there is one, I, I, haven't, I haven't met anyone like that yet. No, so no. Casey. Brandon. Hi, I'm Jamie, and I'm living sexy. Yeah, it's a nice group. You're right, Kong. I'm going to be uh, having fun putting these together for the next couple oh, shows. So, yeah. what, what does she look like? Uh, Casey? Yeah. Casey? Uh, you know, she's brunette. She's, I'm not sure her age. I think she's in her 30s. Um, mm -hmm. But I actually got connected to her uh, via a mutual friend that that met her at a music festival. So you can tell that she likes to party. She's kind of a free spirit. And yeah, I can tell she's pretty open. Yeah. And for what her answers are. <laughs> um, for the most part, everyone in this set was pretty open-minded. I like Brandon when he said, uh, you basically just need to find someone that's going to be your freak. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty cool that answer. Kind of um, and then Jamie, of course, I asked him, how does one convey sexuality or, or what makes you sexy? And he said, for him, it's fashion, which is uh, something that gets overlooked by a lot of men you know they don't think that it's important to kind of dress up and, and look nice and you gotta have nice shoes yeah know. and and you know um invincible victoria who we've had on the show <laughs> she's mentioned that when you dress good you feel good which is absolutely true oh, yeah yeah let's uh let's uh pitch her she's comes on every thursday now it was fridays but now every thursday at ten thirty, we have our uh our just uh beautiful invincible invincible Victoria. You know, I know three Victorias, uh, and I know a Taylor Sparks. I also know a Victoria Sparks, a Just Victoria, and an Invincible Victoria. So I'm, 
I'm all left up, guys. I can't even keep my damn... Vi- and then you were talking about the Victorian era, and you really <laughs> threw me for a loop. Can't loop. keep your Vicky straight, huh? Can't, man. Uh, it's it's hard. Right. It's hard to keep those Vickies. Well, thank you very much, Keith. Appreciate your yeah. uh, conversation. And uh, what is the mentalist Keith Khan up to? Well, as a mentalist, I'm always working to develop my show. I was just talking to Jack earlier about some new things, some modifications that are coming into what was already in my opinion, which is obviously bias, a great show. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be really, really good and we're revamping with a lot of the marketing materials. I'm working with personally to me, he's the best video video guy out there and he's put my promo video out. If you'd like to see that, just check it out on YouTube under the channel Kong Magic or at my website, kongmagic.com. Cool. Very nice. There you go. Well, let's get back into our topic tonight, which is the history of sex. And we want to make you laugh a little bit here about some of this stuff that uh, if you go back a ways, uh, we'll kind of give you uh, give you some some laughter. We have some help with that, actually. We've got an expert, or should we say sexpert on the line, uh, a Dr. I'm a mogul, I believe. Dr. Mogul, are you there? And you're such a loving show. I'm listening all the night, and the history and the travel, and it's all—it's all really excitingly sexy for me. And so I've got um, some little things I can share with you. I don't know if they will make you blink, stink, or be involved with yourself, because <laughs> this is very interesting things. But it's a fact that just come along throughout the ages. And I'm trying to be a little more technical and learn these uh, computers and things and gigabytes and megabytes. I don't know. You sound all, you sound rather aged. Are you? Uh, <laughs> you're not like as familiar with this new technology. I take it. Well, I believe this smartphone is. Um, yeah, it's a pretty user, but you know, like any of these things, that stone object sounds like uh, I could handle that. The stone. You put batteries. The stone did, I yeah. don't know. Could, but uh, everything is. Uh, Hooked up to everything else now, but I find you on the internet. That it's just having, and I don't mention a woman's age. It's not sexy, but I am. Um, I've seen, um, been around the world. I've reached around a few things and reached <laughs> a few conclusions. So we, this is how we're going to buy. Just go, go proceed. Have you ever been to? Uh, have you ever been to Greece, doctor? I've used it quite often, and I, I, I would say, like, extra virgin olive oil, ah, very much. Okay. So you have some facts you wanted to share with us. Is that true? Yes. Well, you know, it's the age of the facts. People like to know this, these trivial things, but I'm not trivial. So I will give you a trivial one to start out with. Did you know? This, this will make you a little bit giggled. Me too when I find this out. One in ten European babies, because we've been talking Greece and other places, one in ten European babies is actually conceived in a bed made by a here. <laughs> no. I don't know if they break as much as if I'm putting it together, but the Allen wrench could use for those things. But this, this is the thing. <laughs> this is something. Now, I don't, I'm not sure about this next one because 
I think by the time most people would say it, it's just too, too late. But there's, a, I can't even say it because I, it wasn't in my household growing up. We said Schwanzduka. You know what? Wait a minute. Can we you use that? Can we use that word on the radio? I, I think it's okay as long as no one knows German. <laughs> okay. You say like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Like, why can you say? Wait, we can't say that word either. I don't think no, anymore. Well. You can't say Schwanz. Then you can't use this German word for contraceptive. You see, you must look it up. I had this. There was a smartphone. I asked the Google lady. She can pronounce the things that. Uh, Dr. Heimer Mogel cannot. <laughs> Schwanz and Schaaf, the Wunsch and you could wrap it up with a sausage, I think. But it's Schwanz and Schwaaf, the Schaaf, the... Oh, it's me, me, the client. I'm not sure, Schwanz. <laughs> yes, you look, you're already pregnant by the time you try to do this, unless you are German state of receptive. Did you know that uh, seven Viagra tablets sold every, every second? Seven? Seven Viagra tablets are sold every second. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So, uh, so take, uh, bottles gone already, right now? And you know, there's another, this is actually a real statistic. Every seven seconds, someone turns 65. I just learned that yesterday. Oh, so Lord. is there something Is there something kind of related to those things? Uh, possibly. I think the number seven is the thing that's related, that's yes. Key. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think we just, lots of Viagra tablets just went out the door and down the throat. So, so, now we go back way to history. You're looking at all this history to the beginning of the time where the people and the things, plants, animals, everything has a sex to it because otherwise how can things happen? But it's all, it's two-legged now. This is the best set in the 15th century, right? 15th so this century. Is okay. 15, the number 15, which is the 1400s, yeah? Yeah. So... There was, mm-hmm, this is funny, kind of makes sense now, he's talking about it in public, not so much then. Pope Pius II first wrote an erotic novel that was uh, well, bestseller then, I suppose, it's very slow, it's a lot about the tale of the two lovers. Oh, so wait, this was written by a this was written by a pope. Well, later on, I think he became a pope, but before that, well, he was a, this is a sexy pope. Mm-hmm. You know no, who I think is a I think who I think is a pretty Paris. sexy pope is this this one right now, Not Francis. Oh, he's kind of got his own little bit of little swag going on. You know, he's got his uh, his uh, he's he's a sexy pope, man. Francis is world gaming changer. His lovely man, but this one, back in the, when you get into trouble, and you, I mean, you go to the, beyond the comfy chair and things, it be done. This was, he wrote this, and he became Pope Pius. The very second. pious, pious, pompous second one. The second Pope Pius has wrote this big book before he had the smoke go up his chimney. Whoa. All right, on that note, well, listen, Doctor, <laughs> we want to thank you for, uh, <laughs> for calling in uh, and, uh, and elucidating and, and giving us all this interesting I information. I was illuminating with my elucidating, and now I'm hallucinating. 
Yes. Yes, I had one for Ferris, but we'll leave it for the next time because we brought up. And I'm so glad I elucidated and enunciated all of your um, emancipating. All right. Thank you, Doctor. Thank you. Thank you for calling Living Sexy. <laughs> doctor, I'm a mogul. You know, I got one more for you. The G-Spot. They almost called it the Whipple Tickle. I just thought you should know that. Whipple, yeah, so when G-Spot uh, comes back mm-hmm. tomorrow night, we'll call her Whipple and see if she picks it up. Whipple Tickle. All I know is don't squeeze the Charmin. Uh, there you go. Yes. Well, thank you, Doctor. Have a great night. <laughs> I'm wishing you all the sexiness that you can handle. Thank you. And that's a lot. That Thanks. That is a lot. All right, this is Living Sexy Radio, and we continue on with our history of sex tonight, including 10 bizarre facts about the ancient world of sex. And give us a call at 866-GET-SEXY. Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy, broadcasting live with your hosts, Jack, Trick, and Chase. Turn your sexy on. Take your fantasies to a fun, safe, and welcoming place. The Woodshed in Orlando, Florida. The Woodshed is a private membership club dedicated to the practice of social nudism and the expression of the BDSM arts. Enjoy nearly 6,000 square feet of play space where you can explore every fetish. The Woodshed is fully equipped with everything from traditional bondage furniture to electric winches and other unique equipment you won't find anywhere else. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be tied up? Or learn the right way to tie up your lover? If you're kinky or just curious, the shed is for you. Discover your dominant or submissive side. Ages 18 and up are welcome. Whether you're single, in a relationship, or poly, all gender identifications and orientations love the shed. On the web at thewoodshedorlando.com. Take a night out of the ordinary at the nexus of kink education in the southeastern United States. The Woodshed, Orlando's kink community center. This is Jack. I want to tell you about a brand new site. It's absolutely free. All you have to do is spend 30 seconds and sign up. It's MixingSexy.com. It is social. It is dating. It is all of the above. If you go to MixingSexy.com right now and sign up, you'll qualify for a three-day, two-night trip to New York, Orlando, Las Vegas, Hilton Head, or Pigeon Forge. And all you need to do is sign up at MixingSexy.com right now. We give away one trip every single day. Today could be your lucky day at MixingSexy.com. Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy Live on TuneIn, Apple TV, and LivingSexyRadio.com. Living any other way is just plain boring. Plain. What? Oh, Are we having fun? Or not, man? We're having fun. Craziness there. I'm getting whipple tickled. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. That just sounds so weird. Whipple tickle. It's not as weird as Schwangenschaft der Verderhutschmitte. What a fox. Thank what you. a fox. <laughs> of course, contraceptive. That's the German word for I just thought I'd share that again. Uh, I thought so, it was uh, Stroken uh, Zedingel Hoffen Strangling. 
Futen Glutni Futi I don't know. No, that's the Swedish that's chef. A that's Swedish a Swedish chef. Thing, yeah, yeah, it's totally different. So tonight we are talking about um, all kinds of things, like the origin, not organs, origins of sex. And we've had some pretty interesting things. Have you guys ever seen another period on uh, Comedy Central? If not, you should check that out. That's about Victorian times and early American times and sex. Comedy channel. It's fun. Good stuff. So, what are we doing next? Ten bizarre facts about the ancient world. Is that right? That's the idea. Pretty bizarre in the ancient world, I think, just generally. And then when you throw sex in there, which everybody's always been doing since the beginning of sex, since that's how we're all here. Is Oh, God. Don't ruin it for me. But (laughs) I know the suspense, right? But here it is. Uh, Here's one uh, uh, that... uh, was uh, an actual practice no. of some ancient people from another time, but which we might kind of maybe sort of have a little bit of a problem with. Wife lending, for instance. Concubine? Yeah, there's a show called Wife Swap. I guess it's along the same lines as I think wife no, lending. No, I think this is a little it's different. Very different, yeah. The ancient Arabs were into a strange custom known as wife lending. It was not merely for gaining political leverage or like uh, you know economic leverage. It served as an early form of eugenics, practiced mostly by families of low rank who wanted more prestigious offspring to ennoble their line. But husbands oh. didn't lend their wives to just anyone. Really, only men of distinction oh. with desirable attributes were allowed to have sex with another. But man's it wasn't wife. about the sex; it was about impregnating right. her. Right? Was that the bebis? Right. You wanted to give her the. Uh, the uh, genes of the men who were the or in the aristocratic area, right? And so those yeah. kids, from what I can gather, were, that were born from this custom were ch- children of the husband, not the biological father. Though, so it's a little confusing. Well, it was kind of like using a surrogate sperm. That's right. what you. That's an early surrogate sperm. Uh, Kind of idea. So it's pretty straightforward, though, right? The husband would just send her to the home of the chosen man. She stays there till she gets knocked up, whether it takes days or months. And I guess when, that poor guy, he has yeah. to have sex with that girl uh, so many times. What is she's a hag? Terrible. And then, in order for the husband to claim this child that's born of that union and say this is my bastard child, uh, he has to obtain from he must abstain from sex while his wife is living with this other man to getting knocked up. So if you can contain yourself during that time, then the kid would be considered yours during the eyes in the eyes of the community. That's weird. Tell me about Cretan kidnapping <laughs> trick. <laughs> I don't know anything about it. Why don't you tell us about it? Pederasty. Pederasty. Mm. What what is this Cretan Cretan kidnapping? It sounds kind of dangerous. It's a big word. Is it illegal? Well, you know, we were talking about Greece. This went on in ancient Greece. Yeah. Ancient Greece. That ancient when you can't get it off the pan, you really have to scrub it. No, 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 just... no, no. Greece, not Greece. That's oh. you Southerners. In a time when universities and schools weren't even thought of, they used to tutor by way of pederasty. It was the primary form of education, okay? They would educate the youth, pass on the mainly skills. What is pederasty? Um, what the heck is that? It's when you kind of snatch somebody's kids and you teach them. It's uh... <laughs> This doesn't sound good. So wait a minute. All right, it's more your along kids the lines are of, dumb. You're gonna, I'm gonna take them over to my house for a couple of weeks, and I'll make them smart, and then well, I'll give them back to you. It's kind of like pseudo rape, kidnapping, and then romantic camping. Get Ooh, away. yeah, it's good times. Okay, uh, this, it's, this doesn't sound good at all. Well, you know they were heavily into theater, especially the Cretans, and courtship phase of this whole affair was really ritualized. So deviating from it was kind of condemned. So it kind of went like this: the Cretan man, having sighted a potential lover 
would first notify the boy's friend. This is a boy. You catching this? The boy's friend that he intended to have the boy as his lover. This formal proposal was necessary because that way the boy had an opportunity to hide. If he's like, no, I don't want the man, or either that prepare himself for what would come next. And then a couple of days would pass and the man would then seek out the youngin and kidnap him in front of his friends. And they, in turn, would give chase. Hey, stop. It, it, like trying to retrieve their friend. But the chase was only considered over once the child boy was taken to the man kidnapper's uh, place, common area. So and, this was more like theater than it was reality. Yes. Remember we used the word courtship earlier in the show. It was kind of a courtship. Um, really a weird one, though. Yeah. The Cretan oh, man gosh. would take the boy to the countryside so they could have some quality time together. Oh, Lord. It's common practice, apparently, to have the boy's friend come along as well. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? All right. I don't want to hear any more about okay. this. Let's, you know, I will let's say move this. move on to, to well, something. Well, no. They would hunt and feast and fish and sex. But before we do... <laughs> I noticed that like people used to call each other like if you really want to put somebody down you say they were a Cretan. Now I understand. I, I remember that. Yeah. Now yeah. I understand why. I we, thought I I used to, to wonder what the heck a Cretan Cretan was. Yeah, and, and actually Buick, <laughs> that. Buick came out with a car called the Cretan back in uh, the mid 1970s. Yes. Oh, that yeah. didn't sell. The terrible car. Mm. Uh, so how about this one? I've talked about this before, guys, and this is something that they used to do as uh, part of the Taoist uh, ritualistic sex Dao? that uh, the Chinese were involved yeah, in. Yeah, this is almost like the stuff that you talked about. Taoism? The, uh, really? Yeah, yeah. Right, so... It, like so, Taoism is basically the the, uh, the there's a there's a, the idea that that there you have the chi right, right. the life yes. force yes. inside your body and as far as a man is concerned when you ejaculate you get rid of your chi you you That's give it up life force man right? you give it up so yeah. what the Chinese would do is they would go not days not weeks not even months maybe a year without ejaculating. Uh, this, they would have sex and they would uh, learn how to uh, maintain the control over the semen. So they had blue balls for a year, basically. What? Yeah, you, no, yeah. no, 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 no. They redirect it. Is what, what do you? But don't you? Don't you get a little swelled down no, there? No, not you're at almost, all. Uh, um, yeah, well, it it can cause some problems. A little congestive. No, I mean, it's just not. A, you just issues. don't release it all. That's right. All. But there's I mean, there are congestive issues. They man, actually so. advise them not to do the ejaculation because again, it's the jing, and you don't want to lose too much of your life. You don't want to you lose your friggin' jing. That's all I know. I learned that in okay, Brooklyn. Okay, here's the problem. The less that you uh, ejaculate, the less jing you actually have. So this was counterproductive. Indeed. So the idea is that they would actually then try to ejaculate in a month or two in three months, and there wouldn't hardly be any to ejaculate because they haven't been creating any but because they haven't been having any. Well, Taoists thought that once you ran out, once the uh, the sacks run out of the jing, and it could cause illness or even death. And of course, uh, this of course relates to finally, I figured out the bird song, "Jingle Jangle Morning." I'll come following you. It has all to do. I'll with that. come following yeah, you. That, that's See? totally yeah. different. That's a totally mm -hmm. different thing. No. All right. How about Felicia? What can we talk about? Felicia? How about Felicia? Felicia was a great Italian opera from the 1880s, written by Verdi. Yes. <laughs> no. No. Actually, the story has to do with the resurrection of Osiris. Osiris was uh, killed. O Osiris, by, whatever, yes. was killed by his brother Seth. He chopped him to pieces, scattered him all over the world. And Isis, who was Osiris's sister wife, 
I thought it was that thing that Obama says doesn't catch exist. Catch that sister oh, wife. That's some, yeah. Oh, the sister and, and sister and a wife. Sister wife. Sister and a wife. Embarked on a dangerous journey and picked up all of his pieces and brought them back to life, but it didn't really work because she couldn't find his penis. And she didn't want to surrender. Wait, she couldn't find his... Oh, could like to put the puzzle back Yeah, together. yeah. She got every piece from all over the world when Seth mm. scattered him, but she couldn't find the penis. So she put him back together and he didn't come back to life because there was no penis. <laughs> Makes sense. And she didn't want to surrender her lover to the shadows of death, so she fashioned one for him out of clay and then she put it on him and she blew life back into Hence the beginning Cyrus's. of the blowjob. Yeah, that was where the blowjob came from, from ancient uh, ancient mm. Egypt. Now, uh, traditionally, according to their religion, fellatio was not um, bad, according to ancient Egyptians. In fact, they, I don't think it's that bad were, now. It's not bad at any time. Before, the red lipstick was an advertisement saying, I'm an expert in giving oral pleasure. Please don't quote me. I know that's an outtake. <laughs> Unlike the Egyptians, though, the ancient Romans were strongly against fellatio. Yeah. See, they thought it was even worse than anal sex because they didn't mind that. Um, yeah. Jesus. And see, there was a belief it gave you bad breath. And I. Why, uh, Too much fellatio. Yeah. <laughs> it probably did. They wouldn't I mean, even invite probably. you to dinner they if didn't they really, knew you were a They didn't a have toothbrushes back then, so if you. If you fellatioize enough, I'm saying well, you wouldn't you know. even get a kiss on the lips. Well, here, here's the here's the dichotomy of it all. Mm-hmm. In in ancient Rome, getting fellatio was perfectly fine. No problem. Okay, the person giving it was the one who was chastised. Well, usually because so. I was a slave or a hooker. Yeah. That's why. Or a hooker slave. No, yeah. sister wife. Or a goat. No, no, no. They no goats. They just no, not good. How about royal masturbation? Yeah, how about not? No. <laughs> well, here's what happened with uh, with royal masturbation. <laughs> we have an ancient Egyptian uh, creation myth. Yeah, there's another one. It's kind of like the ISIS thing. The sun guy? Yeah, this is about uh, Ra. Ra. The universe started as a black primordial chaotic soup. Out of the nothingness, an egg was formed. Out of this egg sprung the god Adam or Ra, depending on your myth. I like Ra. Myth, myth, yeah. Ra, Ra. Sis Boomba. Stop it. He did a bung, uh, gating a sentence was a masturbate, uh, his sentience when he reached his his enlightenment. He masturbated. Right. From the semen came forth uh, the race of gods who helped him create and rule over the universe. That, that made so that the happen. idea of ejaculation was the driving force of creation was so central to the Egyptian society back then that even they associated with the ebb and flow of the Nile with the Ra's godly act of ejaculation. Okay. So... so uh, because the Egyptians believed the pharaoh was the representative of Ra, it was his job to help the gods maintain balance. One of the jobs he had to perform was the ritual reenactment of Adam's or Atum's act of creation. So he had to, uh, you know, he walked to the edge of the river work bank. Work it, work it. Disrobe, masturbate right there in public. Had to keep flowing. With a uh, particular emphasis on making his semen Very fall into the river and not onto the land. In other words, he had to squirt pretty far. Yeah, that's kind of... Afterward, all the men... <laughs> who came along for the ceremony would do the same thing. And by doing so, they ensured the life-giving force of the river. They blessed their kingdom, lots of grain, secured a bountiful harvest for another year. I'm thinking I ain't swimming in the Nile. That's (laughs) (laughs) the Nile or the Ganges because they do everything in the Ganges. Yeah, they do. That's true. Wow. Those Tell are... us about dildos, Melissa. Why do you look at me for this? Uh, you're well, a professional it's a perfect in this story area. For you. Right. What a fox. Okay, so I, I actually mentioned before, and then Chase also told us with her Toy Story, um, the stone dildo dates back to 26,000. 
thousand years ago. Aren't those a big toys? Look at the these crazy little pictures we're looking at. About the size of your arm. They look like. like Smurfs, but with something really distended. Normal size blue. distensions. Uh, like yeah. a normal man-sized distension on like a two-inch cast. Uh, what do you call it? Yeah, it's really uh, crazy looking. Sculpture. Sculpture, there it is. Uh, how prevalent were sex toys used in the ancient civilizations? Very. That's the deal right there. You guys want to know? I got it. Fabulous account. Comes out of Egypt. Cleopatra, first one ever to use a vibrator. Mm-hmm. Why? Apparently that old dude she was married to initially was just boring, and then Antony just was kind of weird and faggoty. But Cleopatra uh, was kind of a, you know, a, a kinky kind of a <laughs> She chick, was, she was. she was. Now, earlier we made this little comment about how do we get the vibrator, vibrator to vibrate. Well, you were right on the money trick, and this I'm going to share with you. The vibrator was said to have been hollowed out it was made of a gourd and then filled with live bees. I hit it on the nose, didn't I, earlier <laughs> in the, the show? head, yes. That's pretty cool. I like the, the whole idea with these uh, dildos that are carved out. And uh, Why do they have a hole in the end, though? Is there some kind of a liquid that they used to put in that would squirt out at some point, or what? You know, I honestly don't know unless it's just... Uh, so that it does, you know, so that there's some air circulation or something. It's really hard to tell. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting that. that the dildos that we're seeing, uh, as we look at the research on this thing, all seem to have a hollowed out middle mm-hmm. and, a, and a hole in the end. So it's either for airflow or it's got to be for some kind of I don't of want them bees to be coming through. No, you don't want the No, my God, That'll if there's bees in there, you don't want to be flying in there for sure. But also uh, the Egyptians are obviously well into their toys, but the ancient Greeks and Romans like their dildos too, and they actually put a lot of effort into improving them. They well, found, how do you improve a dildo? Okay, They're pretty cut, wood cut and dry, and stone man. dildos really aren't real enough. They're not good enough. They put leather sheaths on. They dress them, basically. So that was kind of cool. They uh, put a sheath on it, made it seem more like an actual penis, and they were so popular that Greek women staged a sex strike because they weren't able to import good leather dildos. And this happened in you mean Apollo. they got really angry about yeah, it, yeah. and they they actually a sex strike, yeah. meaning no sex for anybody. Yeah, it uh, it actually happened and ended the Peloponnesian War partly because they weren't able to import the good leather. <laughs> oh no, it's a true story. Wow. So, so wait, they ended war because so that the hookers would so, go back to work. Well, no, they, so they, they could get the leather goods back. Yeah, in. but I'm saying they otherwise they would they were on strike. Right, and if the leather sheath dildo didn't do the trick, they simply in Greece baked loaves of really hard bread. <laughs> and use them instead. I'm just kidding. Oh I don't have God. to make this stuff up. It this tells itself. Yeah. It's really re- hard bread. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it, <laughs> it's it's pretty inventive actually to uh to t- make bread into a dildo. And it's biodegradable too. All right. What's if you guys know this word, I'll give you like twenty five cents. Mm. Arsenicoites. Uh butt sex. How'd you know that? Because, well, arse and that's ass, and coit is, is set. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. I'll give you 25 cents. Uh, oh, come on. Yeah. I, uh, you, get, you get 25 cents. This is my no, it, no, arsenicoitus is Greek for the word gay. Butt sex. That, homosexual. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. A lot, of people, a lot of people would say that in uh, Greek history, the that word and the word gay really didn't mean 
uh, being a bottom and being a top, where where one man was giving sex to another man uh, who was on the bottom. So it meant like more gay happy. Like is that what? It well, was? no. No, uh, it means people who have butt sex. B- b- butt sex. Calling okay. somebody gay in, in in ancient times in Greece was not considered a derogatory term. Well, no, better gay than grumpy. But, but calling somebody <laughs> a bottom, right? Ooh. Okay, and and we just talked about this Tops when we talked bottom. about BDSM because and that had to do with the masculinity well, sure, right? because sure. it's about a yeah. man being more feminine and right. being the bottom or the recipient right, right. of the sex from the other man so being a top you must be was female. considered fine yeah. there was no no problem with having sex with another man as long as you were the top but if you were the bottom it was considered to be one of the lowest levels of society that you could be so you were a, were Greek you a society. slave is Can that we what you were back the tape how much money was i going to get for getting that right 25 cents oh i think it was 25 dollars you uh yeah. <laughs> anyway, you're right though. You were saying though that, but what, what were they though? You, you didn't answer me. That were they were they slaves? You say low end of the society. No, right? low end is what he meant. He meant you, you're surrendered and you take on a girl, yeah. Girl that's what role. I'm saying. But what? So no, but they weren't no. slaves. No, they no, they no. were just passive. These were These guys. Passive guys. These are guys who so were very very passive. What I'm asking is, was it a hierarchy thing? In other words, not usually. Okay. No, 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 no. It wasn't a hierarchy thing. But it it was something where if you were one of the bottoms, yeah. you were a a guy that was kind of um. I, I guess people made fun of you. I guess is the best way to put it. Oh, yeah. uh, in in Greek society, so homosexuality in and of itself in Greek society was perfectly fine. It was not something that was that was dirty or wrong or shunned. So I find that very interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. What they would do though, about till they're in their thirties, I would say they had the male thing going on, and then they're expected to marry, kind of drop the male partner, and right. continue on into the accepted straight and knock off a bunch of. Well, what if they liked the male partner? Well, that was a little bit of a. Then problem. you kind of had to you do had it behind the, the scenes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 Eventually, you. after you're finished sowing your wild oats. Uh, then you know you had to get married and, and be a regular guy mm-hmm. at some point. But very interesting how they looked at homosexuality in Greek society. How about the Mayan sons? I yeah. like the Mayans. Do you? Yeah, yeah. They, they built the the Chichen and all that, and those those pyramids were real cool. Very hands on when it came to raising their sons. They considered it part of the parents' responsibility to provide them with the boys, especially financial, emotional support. Also cater to their sexual wait, needs. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait. I told you this is the this is the weird but ancient you said sexual you practices. Liked the Mayans, and now you're telling well, me. Well, I that didn't. Didn't I said I like the sit on my lap like and the pyramids. I'm, I'm not talking about that. Are you sure? But they made nice pyramids, and also they oh, created an yeah. ancient form of basketball, which is kind of that's cool. great. Their parents would look for the most handsome youth from com- from the commoner families, That's right? Exactly. Common people to be the son's sexual partner before marriage. So the parents are looking out for the kid. I, I don't understand this. I, I'm not getting this. So you pick the most attractive kid, pretty yeah. boy, attractive boy in your family, mm-hmm. and what do you do with him? What does he What does he have to do? He has sex with uh, your son until your son is old enough to get married, which was about the age of twenty. Right. So it's almost like a similar. It was okay, like in Greek society and the Mayan society. That part of it, I guess you took care of your son with his sexual needs. But the ancient Mayan mythology attributes the introduction of homosexuality to the god Chin. He was a little dwarf. A little dwarf guy. <laughs> uh, he said to sodomize the demon to demonstrate sprite. to the Mayans how gay sex is done and allow the nobles to have sex with those from a lower rank. Oh, I get you. Okay. 
This union between the boys was considered like an actual marriage and was acknowledged under the tribal law. Well, that, that's interesting. So so there was a, a class society in the, in the Mayan world right. where you had this, once again, aristocratic or the noble types that would be the dominant, uh, and they would uh, get the pretty boys from the fa- from the the lower class families, and they would end up having sex with them basically for some period of time before they went off and and it got was married. Very young, they actually would live together, to, but they got married like twenty years old. It's kind of weird though because. Um the homosexual relationships between the boys were accepted, even encouraged, but the sons of nobles were barred from being sodomized. Right, right, because the nobles, the nobles basically didn't have to have their prettiest son go and uh, be a bottom for somebody else. They, right. they weren't allowed to do that because they were the nobles and mm. they, they were a higher class uh, type of a person. So as you can see, in a lot of these societies, Going back over the years, uh, there was a lot of crazy, crazy stuff that went on uh, that we would look at today and say, oh, my God, how did they allow that I to know. occur? That's you know? weird. Have you ever heard of the cult of Aphrodite? I've heard of the uh, cult of personality. Yeah. Uh, no, the cult of Aphrodite. Um, the Assyrians, maybe? Uh there's not a lot of evidence that backs this up, but I'm going to share it for you anyway. It was not only legal, but mandatory for all unmarried women to become prostitutes. Wait, so every unmarried woman had to now. become a prostitute? Where was this in? Syria? Assyrian. The Assyrians, which Ass- is kind of like the same area. It's like Ishtar. Okay, yeah. this is before Syria existed. Right. Yes, yes. But before it's a, kind was... of a larger geographic area that right. encompassed Syria. Right. Yeah, right. in the Bible they yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. Assyria. I got you. I got so, you. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so every woman had to become a prostitute. Mm-hmm. Why? If they Just were so not she could learn married. How to if have they sex were not married. So was it like a push to get married so your girl didn't have to become a prostitute? Or Perhaps. was it looked like, like was it honorable to be the prostitute? But here's the thing. Um, every woman... Yeah. In the Assyrian Empire, from the highest member of society down to the lowest, had to present herself at least once in the lifetime to the Temple of Aphrodite for a sacred ritual, a rite, if you will. It was in order for her to receive grace, she had to have sex with a stranger in Aphrodite's temple. My goodness. Oh, <laughs> they were pretty kinky there yeah, in, yeah. The, in the Assyrian wow. Now, the Empire. woman would wear a crown of cords on her head, not... I know you're immediately thinking electrical cords, but not really. It's not those kind of cords. Um, to distinguish herself from the women who were not participating, she'd sit on the temple steps or on the sacred plot of Aphrodite and then wait for attention from customers and had to accept the first man that came along, no matter how disgusting. Boy, you know, guys were standing in line early in the morning when those days came around. Wait, I guarantee you that much at Aphrodite. They might have even slept the night before online. <laughs> it did. Yeah. It drew a, a big it'd be crowd. Like, it'd be like Christmas at Best Buy, right? Yeah, where, they're, right. where they're standing out, oh, there, for the, out there for the Black or Friday for sale. The yeah, or the <laughs> Apple store for the new iPhone. <laughs> the guys, know, I can see the guys, they got their tent set up out there. Hey, I'm first in line. I'm getting her on Monday. You're right. It drew a big crowd. And once a man found a woman he liked he would toss money on her lap and say i demand thee in the name of my litter and then they would perform the ritual intercourse the woman was deemed holy in the eyes of the goddess and then you couldn't bribe her or force her to have sex anymore there it is so this is kind of a rite of passage almost the ugly ones used to have to stay for years sometimes until nobody'd want them (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry it's true though well there's some crazy stuff uh that went on in uh, ancient sex we'll continue the history of sex all week here on Living Sexy Radio. <laughs> on the way, our sexy artist. You're listening to Living Sexy, starring Blackjack, Electric, and Chastity. What do you mean? 
Broadcasting live across the globe oh, what do you mean? at 10 Eastern. Said you're running out of time, what do you mean? Oh, 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 what do you mean? Better make up your mind, what do you mean? Show us your sexy. We are proud to introduce Ferry Designer Line, the world's exclusive luxury club of high-end fashion that includes posh, 21-carat Ferry Mosh, the 19-carat Bridal Signature Series, and a selection of fine timepieces. Now serving clients in 150 countries, it's the fastest-growing fashion house in the world. The newest Posh Vibe Collection is made with the highest quality silver and includes healing stones like jade, amethyst, and mother of pearl. Adorn yourself with necklaces, rings, earrings, bracelets, and super for sporty high-end watches. The Ferry Designer line expands its flagship brand, Ferry Mosh, with exotic handbags, wallets, and high-end European footwear for men and women that dazzle. It's beauty in its purest form. Wouldn't you like to wear the brand the celebrities wear? Simply go to livingsexyradio.com and click on the famous Ferry Diamond to get more information and receive a $100 gift certificate you can use right now. That's right. Go to livingsexyradio.com and click on the famous Ferry Diamond and go shop. Today. Barry, the fastest growing luxury designer fashion house in the world. Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy Live on TuneIn, Apple TV, and LivingSexyRadio.com. Living any other way is just plain boring. This is Living Sexy, livingsexyradio.com. Check us out also, Living Sexy Show, at Living Sexy Show, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Dancer, on Prancer. <laughs> on Dasher, on Vixen. And hashtag Living Sexy pretty much uh, anywhere on any social media. You'll find us talking about all kinds of things. Uh, you'll also find us tweeting every song that's on the Living Sexy Radio Network. It's music all day long and some of our greatest best of shows of all time that we play at 8 o'clock in the morning, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and then, of course, uh, you can listen live at 10 o'clock Eastern Time. Tonight, it is the history of sex. We're going to talk about it all week. We've had a lot of fun so far tonight. It's going to get even crazier as the week goes on. I have a story about something they've done in Tanzania you are not going to believe coming up here in just a couple of minutes. But first, it's time for our Sexy Artist of the Week. James Bay is uh, moving up the charts on the AT40 here. He's got the number eight song, was number nine last week, and it's called Let It Go. I call him a uh, soulful Brit, and I think you'll like him.
illusion in our heads is gonna bring us to our knees. So come on, let it go. James Bay, what do you think of him? Uh, is, I, I like that is, song. I was thinking it was going to be the song from uh, the uh, Frozen movie. Yeah, uh, when you said one. the name of it, you know, uh, let it go, let it go. And then but, I, uh, I wondered if it was actually Michael Bay, you know, the tra- uh, Transformers uh, brother, but then I was wrong. Right, or the guy that did the new different uh, Star Bay, Trek different movie. Bay, yeah. Yeah. Different Bay, which is really good. That's a B-E-Y. This would be a B-A-Y. Oh, I gotcha. uh, Like sitting on the dock of. Yeah, what did you think of that Star Trek movie? Uh, I thought it was tremendous. <laughs> oh, oh, did God. you see it too? So I need to go see it then. Yeah. Did you see it IMAX? What did you see, regular? No, I saw it regular. Yeah, I yeah. saw it IMAX 3D. Yeah, it blew me away. I mean, it just—I was—I felt I was falling down. I thought I was going to die. The, the world was coming. Yeah, when out. you were talking about it, you actually uh, looked like you oh. might have gotten attacked. Well, you said like, it was the best movie like you ever saw in your whole life, or something. It, you were really putting yeah. it out decade, there. Yeah. It is the maybe the best movie of the last ten years. It really was well done and and much better than the previous ones. Uh, and you're right. So just, if you get a chance, go see yeah. Star Trek. Because I like the first one. I you know I like oh, the, the first two were very the, very the good. The second this one, one yeah. just totally blows it away. Yeah. Oh, okay, this, but it, it's almost like five movies in one i i can't explain it but anyway uh the guy's name is james bay he's got nothing to do with the movie star trek it happens but and he doesn't have anything to do with the with disney and the uh movie frozen either and i but he does have something to do with living sexy because he's our sexy artist he just rolled him that's right so all right guys i had to get to this story tonight um it is disturbing how stupid some politicians are mm. that have been elected or appointed to offices in countries around the world. And I will tell you about this guy. His name is the uh, the health minister, Umi Mowalamu. Well. Mowalamu is his last name. All right. And he is the health minister of Tanzania. Now, he decided he was going to come up with some kind of a plan to curb or eliminate or at least discourage, at the very least, gay sex in Tanzania. Yeah, good luck. And here's what he had to say. Uh, he said that 23% of men who have sex with men in Tanzania are HIV positive. Okay. Was that true? And apparently that is uh, an accurate number. Uh, according to a couple of sources that are cited here in what I'm looking at. But apparently what they're doing to crack down on homosexuality is they are making illegal the use, distribution, and manufacturing of personal lubricants. Oh, that'll stop So they want to outlaw lube is what you're saying. They want to outlaw lube because they think... (laughs) That if there's no lubrication, that gays will not have sex. <laughs> yeah, didn't they ever hear spit? You see spit. <laughs> you know. Well, are they going to outlaw olive oil and what coconut about, yeah, oil? Yeah, well, coconut oil. I right. mean, you, you can't. Uh, right. You know uh, what? Uh, okay, that's just crazy talk. Yeah. So, so you cannot 
purchase or import it at all in the country now. So it's like uh, the black market is going to be uh, brimming with this stuff, and it'll be expensive as gold, yeah. probably, huh? Got yeah. lube? It's the craziest thing <laughs> that I have lube? ever seen. Hey. This is insane. You want to buy some lube? Uh, I got the silicone. Just It's on um, special. So I, I can't imagine that who come, came up with this idea. Because He's a schmuck. Because like people said. who are heterosexual use lube as well. I mean, women get dry. I mean, it's oh, just yeah. something that happens. Yeah. Uh, I, I just I don't understand what the what the idea is here. It's crazy talk. What what's the goal in this? The goal is to just bash uh, gay people like they like to do. I don't know over in uh, over in these crazy countries. Well, apparently in Tanzania you can't even talk about sex or sexuality at all. Um, but yeah, thirty two percent of the men have AIDS. <laughs> Jesus, that's what they say here. Holy, but Jesus. well, you know, there's in Uganda. In Africa. No, that's innuendo. Okay. That, that too. And, and to, to, to top this article off, I'm going to read you a little piece of the country's penal code. And please don't <laughs> laugh about the double entendre with the code. Thing. Oh, come on. You know, we got to snicker The a penal bit. code. It states that, and, and I will quote from here, any citizen who has carnal knowledge of any person against the order of nature or permits a male person to have carnal knowledge of him or her against the order of nature, can be jailed for up to 30 days. Lesbians, however, mm. are off the hook. Oh, that's cool. As there is no ban <laughs> on relations between two is... women in Tanzania. They just haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> but apparently, they still can't buy any damn lube. Damn it. So, Tanzania, what a backwards-ass country this is. Well, not exactly backwards. I mean, that's kind of, I don't want to say no. Well, what is it? If it's not, I mean, they're banning lube because they think it's going to curb gay sex. I don't get it. I don't either. I I, I got nothing. I'm sorry. I, I really can't figure out where this guy's coming from. And so this is one guy came up with this thing, and uh, yeah, yeah, the minister of of health. And and they totally. they just they're just they're just rolling with this. They're not even questioning. Uh, this it's thing, it's a, it's a done deal. It's happening. So please, if you're headed to Tanzania, do not put any lube in your luggage because you will be uh, arrested. It will be confiscated and you will be considered to be gay and could be jailed for up to 30 days. Wow. New meaning to a rough rider. Ooh. Ooh. There's going to be some really, really sad people in uh, in Tanzania. That's right. I'm not going there. All right. Well, great show tonight, guys. Thanks. We have more on tap tomorrow, uh, as it'll be the Wednesday edition of Living Sexy Radio, uh, and it has been a lot of fun tonight. I, you know, I'm thinking that there's a lot more to dig up here on the history. Of oh sex. yeah. Oh yeah. We've only just barely touched the surface. Scratched it. Yeah. Scratched it. Have you baby. guys ever heard of sex museums? Uh, oh, I've been to one in Amsterdam and one in New York. They're, they're all cool. over the place. Yeah. And later this week, we're going to tell you about these sex museums, uh, where you can find them, and some of the cool artifacts that you'll be able to come across in these museums. Uh, my friend and uh, the beautiful Kim Cameron, who I got a chance to see last night in concert, will be on tomorrow night. Much love, Dr. Very Ken, good. too. All right, this is Electric. I am Blackjack. I'm Alyssa Fox. Thanks for listening. Love you. Mean it. We're living sexy. See You've been listening to Living Sexy. Find tonight's show and any of our past shows on iTunes and livingsexyradio.com. This is the Living Sexy Radio Network.